1: Release prophetic words and examine scripture, which will cause your faith in Jesus Christ to grow.
0: Thanks again for joining our conversation.
1: Welcome to the Faith Works Podcast.
0: Hey, and welcome to our podcast. Lisa and I are honored to have Pastor Stovall Weems with us today. Stovall and his wife, Carrie, founded Celebration Church in 1998 in Jacksonville, Florida. Since then, Celebration has grown to include local, regional, and international church locations. Stovall is an author, and he's written several different books. Stovall is the author of Awakening, A New Approach to Faith, Fasting and Spiritual Freedom, and The God-First Life. In 2018, he experienced a powerful supernatural encounter with the Lord that has changed his ministry forever, and he's here to share with us about that today. We just want to thank you for tuning in today. We're continuing our discussion with Stovall Wings. He's pastor of Celebration Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Two years ago, he had an encounter when Paul Wilbur was with him on Passover, and he's continuing to explain what God has shown him during this Passover meal and where he had this particular encounter. You'll hear him struggle for words. He he at times is at a loss for words to describe what he saw in this heavenly vision and when he was with Jesus. And so we're going to pick up kind of where we left off last week. He was talking about us being brothers with the Lord and how God treats us. As equals, and, and how Jesus treats us as equals, so it's very interesting. And, and realistically, we probably have at least two more of these, uh, one to two more of these, that, that will tell the whole story to the best of our ability. I hope that you will enjoy this today as we listen in on Stovall Weems describing what he saw when he had the encounter with Jesus. We want to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast.
2: Yeah, it's great to be with you, Ken and Lisa, and I just want to thank everyone for having me. He's not ashamed to call us brothers. How many times have I done things? You know, we've all done things and we've been ashamed. But Jesus isn't ashamed of us. He calls us. He calls us brothers and sisters. He's not ashamed of us. So how much more should we not be ashamed or embarrassed of members of his family that might worship different than us, look different than us, whatever that thing is, man. And he's going to undo all that. I I can talk about that later. He's going to bring down all the religious hierarchies. Amen. All the religious hierarchies that are not kingdom, all the religious hierarchies that are copying part of the world system that are making that could make people feel less. That's the whole equality thing. And then you, so you go to Hebrews 12, watch this. Jesus, when he was crucified, he endured the cross for the joy set before him. That's his family, that's us. He endured the cross, despising the shame. So think of Jesus, when he was crucified, he was outside the camp, stripped, as a sinner, mm-hmm. this is Yahweh incarnate, and he's up there with two sinners. Is it talk about the shame? Talk about a any noble person that did, and so there's Jesus. He is taking on all that shame that was our shame that he didn't have to take on, but he did that because he one day he would say, I'm not ashamed to call these, I'm not ashamed to call these people, my brothers and sisters, I'm not ashamed to call them my family. Cause he bore our, our shame. So it just goes into this, how we treat people, understanding equality, not doing, not hanging around people that can only do something back for us or helps us get popular, or we can get in this green room or we can do whatever. He's bringing all that down. He's bringing it all down, and he will go and he he will get his sheep himself. He'll get his kids to the table himself. That's what he's gonna do. I can talk about this component. So, so there's the this amazing oneness equality. I I could never imagine it, in 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 heaven when we're worshiping. I, I'm not saying this won't happen. I could not conceive of a worship song or word coming out of my mouth in a gathering like that as I or me. I couldn't conceive of saying I this, I that, everything's we or to together. So much so that it was, it was, it was, because these are great worship songs, and I know that the Psalms—you know, when you meditate in the Psalms, there's, there's the, the I, and there's that very intimate part of God that's very important that I'll, I'll get to in a moment. So I'm not saying those aren't good; they're awesome. All of that is awesome. I'm trying to contrast a dynamic when I was there compared to my the the earthly realm at least where we are right. and so another really important thing was when I was my place there it's just such oneness and name family mission but yet I feel different watch there's a. New- <laughs> I'm getting into tensions here, but you're gonna you're gonna get it because this is Hebraic. <laughs> I say the word Hebraic because that's the best. Like like you, it, Hebraic, it, heavenly Hebraic. It was it was <laughs> it was not American. It was not West. <laughs> it was not. It was not uh whatever you want to call, it. I don't know what you want to call it. it. It was I had no schema. I had no no slot in my mind to place what I was seeing. But this heavenly Hebrew, so watch, watch. I'm one, I'm equal. I couldn't be any more one and equal with everyone there, but I am I'm different. I'm not I'm not Hebrew. I'm not Hebraic. <laughs> you, you find, so the place I was there, I was one. I was firm. I was placed. But I was different, it's almost like in a good way. It was, it, was, it, was, it was good. Like the Lord wanted me this way. I was grafted. <laughs> That's the word. Wow. That's the word I finally I finally got to. I was grafted. I felt the grafting. And I'm telling you, Gentiles do not need to become Jewish, nor should they try to become Jewish. The Lord loves the grafted Gentiles. <laughs> so, yeah, that was. And you just feel like you feel this, like you feel that. I mean, I could just, I could go back through, I could stay on the table and Jesus in Jesus and that for a long time. Like the other thing, he feels like you just, you, you can't believe. It's like tensions. You can't believe you're. How am I? How am I here? How am I? I can't believe I got invited to, it. you know, you're, I can't like, the, I can't believe I'm, I'm got invited to that. Like you, it, it's just so, you're just so grateful. I'd be anywhere. I'd be in the, like, like I, I, I can't believe that I'm here, but at the same time, you're like, I'm supposed to be here. Wow. Do, do you see, like, yeah. like it, it, you, I can't believe it. And then it's like, it's like family meeting, it's like mission, it's like. And then also the uh in my encounter, when you were next to Jesus, you have to bow. And that now I what I mean by that is your body literally bends. It it like you have to it it bends. It, you bend you 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 bend. <laughs> you you. you so it's
1: almost like a magnet, right? Like Jesus is a magnet, and you just.
2: It's yeah. It's it's the it's the presence, and I I don't know how to describe it. You just you you bend, and it's like this. It's like you have your place. <laughs> you're 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 bowed like that and it's just it's so awesome and it's it's so much there's there's honor you feel you want to honor there's it's like this kingdom honor this kingdom protocol this kingdom like that's what i'm saying you would never i would never be like hey what you you would like it's like you're in the presence of the king and there is order, there is protocol, there is there is honor, bow, you, you bow, and then the presence of the being behind, <laughs> that was behind me, you know, <laughs> for me, you just don't turn around, you don't, you, you don't, Turn around, and so I'm saying all that to say, like it's this awesome terror out, but at the same time, you're like totally loved, accepted family. You're supposed to be here, and th- I'm telling you where all this is gonna. This is okay. This is where this leads when you, in this. In my encounter, you are indestructible. <laughs> you feel like you can headbutt a nuclear bomb. <laughs> you are like, you know, in Romans where it talks about, well, you know, there's the indestructible seed and then there's the glorified or, you know, I, I, I know I've felt some type of component of indestructibility that we have in Jesus you know as as the people of God I'm obviously you know talking about you know in eternity and one day we'll get bodies to match that or whatever but it was just like oh and Jesus personality do you how much time do we I I haven't talked about Jesus personality I haven't talked about the mission I haven't talked about the fourth cup Jesus personality which I mean I've, I've I've talked about the presence and, and, you know, big brother. And then just all the awesomeness, but I really want to, this, this was something that, that was just, I'll put in the best words that I can. I can. Oh, he is strong. (laughs) What a massive understatement, right? So his, his personality is it's a strength beyond strong and what what amplifies it okay let me okay let me try let me let me try it this way okay so so he's uh he's on mission he's like a commander he's like a I mean, he's mission. When you're when you're next to Jesus, it is mission. He's got everybody focused on mission. Heaven's on mission. We're all on mission. It's family. We're 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 bringing the kids back. We're, we're he wants the fourth cup. It's like it's like commander mode. He's this is the wrong word, but follow me, okay? It's the wrong word in English, but it's it's he's aggressive. He's yes. like
1: no, like know. not
2: human out of control aggression, da da da. Not that. It's like this wholly controlled. Boy, he's he's a man of action. He's it's like he's the commander. Which he is, I know, I know he is, but but boy, you you sense that in his missional the the and so the missional and and what I need to describe a super important part of that, but the missional component, I call it that, of the table was, he's ready for the fourth cup. He's, he's, he's calling his bride. He is, he is coming. I don't, I'm not saying any kind of timetable or anything like that. I'm not, who knows? Maybe it's, it's just, he's, I know he's been coming ever since he resurrected, but there he, he is, he's action. I'm not, I'm just saying he's, he is bringing his bride. He's calling his bride and his bride is going to be presented to him and he's calling us as his people to come into agreement with. Him. We've done our ways, our mission, and our plan long enough. Wow! Because he's ready to. He's ready for his bride, and he's ready to establish his kingdom, and he's ready to, to bring his kids. It's bringing the kids back to the table. The table. Wow. And so Did there's you, a lot. You, sorry, but,
1: you feel like a, a sense, because when I'm hearing your voice is like a sense of urgency, like a sense of urgency is what I'm picking up. Like I can feel it as you're speaking.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's, it, you, you, you know, it's like, it just feels, in the encounter, it's like, I mean, it was like, we're going like it's it th- this is it. Like this is it, this is the battle. Like we're go- this is we're going in. we he's he's the kingdom of heaven is gonna come in and take things by force. Like he, his kingdom is coming. And so here's the battle of ideas is over. He's gonna do things his way. And what I mean by the battle of ideas, it's this: the kingdom's coming, and everything that's not kingdom it will be shaken out. Wow. Every system, every doctrine. So it really doesn't, it's not like, you know, need, we need to, hey, argue this or argue that. It's it's coming.
1: I would love to share a word with you. The Lord gave me prophet, prophetic word in 1996. I actually just, um, our last podcast, we talked about is it, about the shaking and Prisma um, just did a little article on it. But it, that word is that he's going to shake the heavens and earth, and he's about to shake people who are focused more on buildings than the harvest. When we're, we've made idols out of the actual ministry, I mean, I'm just, you know, I've got it written down more verbatim than that. But So everything he's saying is actually confirmation for the word he gave me about what he's going to shake out of his church. And, and, it, and then the last thing he said is, I'm coming soon, and my heart's for the harvest.
2: Amen, I love you where's that, can you send it?
1: I can, I'll send it to you yeah, it's in Prisma but I'll send it to you too along with the, the podcast link
2: and, and I, 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 would, I would qualify that to, for on my end I would say it's like it's the systems yeah. so the systems of the world that are in the church, yeah. all of those systems are going to be shaken out yes. which is foreshadowing but, you know the final yes. come out of her my people to he's I just want people to to understand all of God's children and his family it's he it's the system like if you're in the system the system is what's going to be judged yeah But what that requires is, and one of the disconnects in the West, and when I'm saying all these things, Lisa, I'm saying these things because I was this person pre-encounter. I I was that person. It was like, by the Lord's mercy, I don't know why. I think probably because I was the worst of being individualistic and building our church brand. Listen, there's a lot of great things about our church. There's, I, I don't want to, I was doing everything that I knew to do in a schema that I had. Yeah. I, I want to be real careful with that. No, I understand. You know, but, but it's when, when the Lord, when he comes, the shaking are the systems of the world that we've allowed in his kingdom and so those, if, if people stay attached to the systems and doctrines of men, and here's the thing, well, okay, what am I in? Well, you're, you'll feel it sooner or later. It'll, it will be very clear, I think, with what's going on in our country today. Yeah. The plague, wow, in 24 hours, we've realized what's essential, what's not essential. I think in, by this month, I, I think a, a lot of pastors are reconsidering church or those actually just more American culture competition consumer you know what? whatever you want to call that but he loves his people who make everything real clear the, the Lord the Lord is so clear because he he loves us and unfortunately what I've realized it, because this is how I was we've looked at things that we thought were legalistic or old Testament or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Well, well, that's Jewish. No, no, no. These are, these are kingdom biblical things that the Lord gives us. You know why? Cause he doesn't want us confused. Okay. He, he brings us great clarity so that we know, you know, we don't know when he's coming. We don't know, but he, he wants us, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. I'm getting off topic, but I'm reading a great book by a scholar that talks about uh, it's, it's, Dr. Carmen Eines that talks about bearing the name of God to what it means to bear his name, to take his name in vain, which has nothing to do with speech. It's all about imaging and carrying the name of the Lord. So she was bringing out like, okay, so like we look back at Sinai, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we look at all those, those laws and, and we're like, man, what, what kind of ancient Jewish code is this? This is so legalistic. Like, Thank goodness I don't have to do I don't have to do this, and we forget the Bible is not written to us; it's written for us. Like when Paul wrote to Timothy, he, wrote, he was writing to Timothy, not to Stovall. It's for Stovall. He's writing to Timothy, and so Israel and the mixed multitude that came out. Israel, four hundred years of slavery their babies thrown in the Nile. If you read the gods of the ancient Near East, chaos. What do they want? Is he happy? Is she happy? Are they angry? Let's give another sacrifice. Oh, this happened. This one's jealous. This one left this goddess wife. And now he's, if you read their prayers, it's, they're confused. They, They don't know what their God expects. That was Israel's Culture for 400 years added to extreme poverty, slavery, all of those things. So, oh, my goodness, here, here comes Yahweh. The law never saved them. They got saved by the blood of the Lamb over their homes on pa- Passover. It was all grace. They hadn't done anything. They did not signed any, hey, yeah, we'll do these rules. He just comes and delivers them. He saves them, comes through the Red Sea. Uh, you know, just like baptism. So now they come to Sinai, God brings them into covenant family, sets his name on them. And he lays out every little thing for them so that they can be a loving community and they can have stability. They can, Hey, here's foods that are good for you. Here's the foods that aren't good for you. Hey, when, you know what, when you use the bathroom, Go over here, don't do it. you know what? If you touch this dead animal, that might uh you could bring disease into uh, so, uh, into someone like to the Israelites they were like, Oh my, this is amazing. We have clarity, yeah' <laughs> <laughs> like but like okay, don't look, like love your neighbor, don't do this, don't mark yourself with tattoos of other gods. don't consult the dead. Like, he he gives them all these things so that be, they can be a loving, stable family. So to the Israelite, the law is like order out of chaos. Wow, what a great God. And so I'm saying all that to say Jesus wants to make things clear for his people. He doesn't want to hide things. There's a seeking the Lord and discovering things, absolutely. But what I'm talking about in his ways are great clarity. And his ways are the ancient past. They're very simple. They don't need man-made wisdom. They don't need innovation. They don't need to be improved. They don't. They're just very simple, sacred, ancient ways. Can I talk about the table? Can I talk about one more Thing. It was the, the pinnacle. There was all, all this was was going on, but then there, there came a part where it got very personal. It was like everything was it was we were there, but it was just it was just me and the Lord. I've no idea what Paul's doing, but I mean um um with Jesus I have the the bread. I have bread in my hand. Um and so I'm assuming pulse I I had bread, but I was I was in the heavenlies. And remember it felt like which this it it, there's a whole nother definite do this in remembrance of me up up there or in the heavenly realm. That remembrance is a complete Visceral reenactment, reliving of the, the the Last Supper, and then it was it was like just it was it felt like me and Jesus, even though we were we were in that setting, and I knew what Je- what Jesus was doing. He was waiting. He was. He was asking, he was waiting and he, he, he was asking me if he could go die for my sins now. I know in my, I know he's all up. That's not, no, he's already done that. Just, this is the encounter. Okay? okay. It's like you're back. And he was asking me if, if he, but the thing was, he was, he, he was waiting. Like he, he was gonna wait until I, until I made a decision. Wow. But he was gonna, can I go die for your sins? Like he was ready to do that for me. This is where it gets real. You you come out of the weed. He said, Boy, this is personal, doesn't describe. I haven't talked about this. I haven't talked about this in a while. This was, he was asking me if he could go die for my sins. But in return, I was. I was all in. I was I I mean I'm it's to the death. It's to the it's 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 a loyalty beyond loyalty. It's 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 the deepest. That's why I'm saying covenant. This is this was the connected everything he sh- he showed me as covenant.
0: You've been listening to the Faith Works podcast with Ken and Lisa Henderson. Today's guest was Stovall Weems. And he mentioned some very interesting stuff, especially at the end. And you don't want to miss the concluding um, coming up episodes of this because he goes into great detail as to what happens in heaven, what is going on there now, what where we're headed towards. And one of the things he was just talking about was how the Lord asked him if it was all right for him to go and die for him. You want to hear the rest of this. It's an amazing encounter that he had. Two years ago, and we just want to do our best to give you all the information that we can about what he had to say. This this has been a real encounter for him, and it's easy to see when you're talking to him in person, or, or we actually did this uh, via um, uh, online service, but anyway— We really enjoyed it, and you could see him be moved emotionally. And so we hope that you'll come back next week and enjoy the balance of the next two podcasts, probably. All right, thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Faith Works Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to visit us at cornerstonegm.org for books, blogs, movies, and spiritual growth.
1: You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Henderson and that's Lisa L-E-S-A and at Ken Henderson or you can follow our ministries at My Salt Life Church and at Cornerstone Global M. See you next week.